Radio, and I'm your host, Justin Baker. This week, my guests are Kathy Greenwood and Judy Gilmore, two area gallery directors who stepped in to host this year's Mohawk Hudson Regional, the region's most prestigious yearly survey of art makers within a hundred miles of Albany. Not a hundred and one, a hundred. The third person I'm leaving out of this director mix is Tony Iadacchio. And I feel like in some way I kind of butchered that last name. My apologies. Tony is the director of Albany Center Gallery. Kathy Greenwood is from the Albany International Airport Gallery. And Judy Gilmore is from the Opaka Gallery at the Sage Colleges. What got me interested as an area like art watcher was the fact that these three galleries are co-hosting the regional this year and bringing a slightly different vibe, maybe unconventional, to a long-standing tradition. Because traditionally, the regional rotates between SUNY Albany Museum, the Albany Institute of History and Art, and now the Hyde in Glens Falls. Previous to the Hyde was the Schenectady Museum. So these three different venues coming in and hosting it all at once with three different jurors got me interested and as I said it's a long standing tradition and you might be thinking well just how long so the regional is celebrating 85 years and in a lot of ways it's hard to imagine that it's gone on that long but as I think back it's always been there So it's not a surprise, but if I do a little math, carry the one, you know, borrow one from the tens, move a couple things around, I come out to 1936 as the first year. And that's pretty wild. And that's pretty cool. And I think as a region, in a regional, we should be pretty happy about that. 
because that's a long time. So let's get to Kathy and Judy. But before we do that, I want to celebrate or I want to make you aware of some celebrations of a little pageantry. So the regional this year has three different openings, which again is pretty cool. So the first one is at the Albany International Airport Gallery. And that's Thursday, September 16th, from 6 to 8. Next one is at the Opaka Gallery. And that's Friday, September 17th, from 6 to 8 p.m. And the last one, I'm going to encourage you all to go to because I have work there is at the Albany Center Gallery and that's on Saturday September 18th from 3 to 5 p.m. and that's a little bit of an early bird special so you go to these things to have a couple cocktails make sure you go out for coffee after that one alright so here we go. Regional Hits. That's the song tonight. By the Mighty Figs. The Mighty, Mighty Figs. And I had a, like a couple ideas for songs in mind for this one. Some about rejection, which I have suffered at the hands of a really shitty juror from the regional. (laughs) Maybe I was shitty, you know? But anyway, you get put down and you just got to dust yourself off and come back the next year. It wasn't your year to be at the pageant. So you return those slacks and you try again. But Regional Hits is a perfect song to get us all excited about this year's Mohawk Hudson Regional.
couldn't be here. Um, this is like a Mohawk Hudson Oil region deep dive, if you guys would. Um, but traditionally, from what I remember, uh, the SUNY Albany Museum hosts it. Uh, and then it goes to the Albany Museum of History and Art, and also now the Hyde. They take part. So how did you three spots get it? Well, for, for a few years now, there have been murmurings in the community about um, what a wonderful tradition the Mohawk Hudson Regional is and how, at the same time, um, after so many years, there might be room for reimagining certain aspects of the exhibition. Um, and so this year, because of scheduling difficulties as a result of, of COVID, the University at Albany couldn't host it in 2021. And so a, a wider conversation opened up in, in the general community about how we could reimagine the Mohawk Hudson Regional. And I think that um, I, uh, representing the airport and Opalka Gallery and Albany Center Gallery and Albany Institute, were all in on that conversation. And one of the options that was raised was having a multi-site um, kind of look at the regional and so each one of us kind of raised our hands and we're like, oh, that we could do that. That sounds exciting. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of how how we uh, stepped foot into this year's version. So the, the museum, SUNY Albany, put a white flag up. and You guys were like, let's jump in on this and make something interesting happen. Yes. Yeah, and I think a lot of credit goes to Tamis Groff from the Albany Institute because she really took the lead in um, making sure that it landed somewhere this year um, that we didn't just skip a year, which is, you know, with everything that's happened with COVID was a real, you know, opportunity for that to happen. So I think her and Tony actually had started a conversation pretty early and Tamis had been leading some of the conversations with the artist community about what a reimagined, you know, regional could look like and there was a lot of ideas going around i remember one of the the zooms that i had attended i really loved the idea of kind of a festival approach where there was a lot of different institutions participating lots of different kind of events maybe an exhibition spread across different venues and that was something that um early on was you know really interesting to a lot of people i know tony was really interested in finding a pop-up space and so when uh -huh. tony first called me he said, let's talk about the armory because we have this sage has the Russell Sage has this great armory on New Scotland Avenue. And could that be a possible location? And um, I had to explain to him that it's AstroTurf and no walls. And <laughs> it's not, you know, this this nice, old, beautiful building that could be uh -huh. a lovely space. And we talked about that a little. And then I think this other idea about the, the multiple venues was also circling. And that just seemed a little more possible because we also we just started this conversation in the spring. So oh, this really? had to come this together quick. really quickly. So that was another piece of it that had to fall in place was the timeline. So once we, I think, had three, you know, strong partners, we all just decided to, to cross our fingers and dive in. Uh-huh. So with like, um, so first you were thinking about like, uh, or there was a conversation about an alternative space, maybe bringing it together. That sounds really interesting, like a pop-up or or just even like that, like using a, a space that had never been 
in the conversation of putting the show together, was there some like kind of um, look back at what had been done or like re like thinking about it? Because I, you know, when the card came out, like when it said eighty five years, I really had no idea. Like it was that long. Yeah. And I mean, that's a super long time for this thing to be kind of just keeps rotating around. Um, so like you're kind of promoting it as like, or you've kind of framed it as like, this is 85 years, like let's have something interesting happen. Um, were, was there any kind of like historical look at the show from past? I think so. I mean, I think Tamis, when she was leading this larger conversation with the arts community, had some of that context and was presenting some of that context because it wasn't always those three host institutions. It has right. been in other places. It's been at the airport before, you know, so I think there's been changes in the history and I think she was great at kind of laying that out um, yeah. for sure. And I, I read somewhere and I know that local um, localities love to throw things out this, or I don't know if this is true, that it's one of the longest running regional exhibitions in the nation. Uh-huh. Don't know if that's true, but it's a great it's a great thing to think about because it does have this this rich history. And I know so many yeah. artists really look forward to it, apply every year. You know, I there is there is something about it in this region that um artists look to it, mm -hmm. attend it. It's always submit. fun to look at yeah. and think about like, oh am I gonna do it this year or do I forget about it? Or <laughs> you know, I'm in it this year. I don't always I, I always I don't always well, obviously, I don't always get in, but it's, <laughs> I don't always uh, apply, but I always look to see what, what they've done, right. you know, or like what's happened. Uh, that's interesting. I didn't know the airport had hosted it before. Yeah, we hosted it in 2007 oh, okay. and, and also in 1998. Um, so there have been a couple occasions when the airport has hosted. And, you know, I think I think we approached this as a collective with an interest in doing something new, but also with with the idea in mind that we were really venerating the tradition in some ways. I mean, we wanted to keep some things um, in line with the tradition while at the same time, um, you know, taking the opportunity to do something a little different this year. So I, I mean, I feel really honored to, to be part of it mm -hmm. and, and also, and look forward to kind of um, seeing it as a jumping off point to, um, see how it might change in, in future years. Mm -hmm. Do you think this might like realign it in some way or this might, maybe they go back we'll, or we'll see. I don't know. I mean, I think, yeah. I mean, um, I don't know if we've sort of like dropped a glove to, to, uh, <laughs> you know, challenge the upcoming um, institutions presentations and see um, what might be coming in terms of new and interesting spins on this. Um, we'll, yeah, we'll just have to I see. Know. I, I think, I, you know, Barbara and Nicole were here from The Hyde yesterday. Uh -huh. um, and I think they felt a little bit like they might need to shake things up. So that's great. Okay. I mean, I, I feel like there's been a fresh energy and an excitement around this. I mean, we, you know, we had 561 submissions, yeah, which is a record a by almost double. Which, is it really? Yeah. Wow. So I think... 
whether that's the jurors we selected or the three venues or mm -hmm. just the new format, there was a lot of excitement and buzz. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I hope that we, we've challenged um, the other institutions to, to think differently about it. But at the same time, what's great about the show is that it does change every year. Right, right. Depending on the host. And there's a lot of autonomy in that and, and the juror. And so, you know, no matter what happens next year, it'll be really different. And, yeah. um, you know, another slice of what you can do with the right. art and the artists in this community. I think the one I, and I'm just speaking as an artist now, the one I continually never get in is when it's at the Albany uh, Institute of History and Art. Oh, interesting. I think they just don't, they're not into me. <laughs> <laughs> you have a red they, dot they, next they, to the yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. When, when mine comes in, they just put it under the, you know, put it in the garbage or something. It is interesting to hear artists who've come in to, to tell they always want to tell me how many times they've been in, uh -huh. and who, oh, yeah. where they were, and something like yeah. that. So yeah, there, there's fun. memory. There's memory. I think that's the the thing about it is it's like uh, you know it's like um, it's like the region's like art pageant. Yeah, you know, yeah. it <laughs> is. That is so true, and it, and it is so beloved, but also kind of beset with these kind of fraught memories and associations. It's uh -huh. like a, it's like a family sort of event. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, it's quite funny. Like to me, whenever I go, I'm like, all right, where's Michael Oatman's piece? What did he do this year? You know, like there's something yeah. I'm like looking for. Um, but that's funny. There's also, I mean, I think it's worth saying um, some artists who've just quit applying because they don't ever get in. But right. every year, yeah, it's yeah. a different chance. So yeah, yeah. you know, any artist I talk to, I would just say, no, no, no. Every yeah. year, you have a new chance. It's not. It's <laughs> yeah. there's no like. Nothing comes along with your application that says you when when you've been in and when you haven't. Well, and I would say this year too. One of our one of our hopes was that with this great mix of institutions and mix of jurors, that we we hoped we would get a real different um, kind of batch of artists, both applying and appearing in the exhibitions. And I and I think we succeeded as far as that goes. I mean, there were quite a few artists whose names that I didn't recognize. Mm -hmm. And um, I think there were a number of artists who typically appear in the exhibition who will not be seen this year. And so I think in every way it's it's a new mix. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that. Yeah. That, that's a good seg Perfect segue into like uh, the the jurors. So. I'm just kind of curious um, how you guys uh, went about like selecting the jurors or what you like, what was your thought process and how that was that part of the show was being or going to be dictated? Well, that was really an interesting conversation because I think out of once we all agreed to do the show, how to do it. <laughs> was really like should we have one juror that mm -hmm. then selects in all three venues should we have three jurors that select for each venue you know we just we had a lot of conversation about that because we we didn't quite understand how three jurors would work but the idea of one juror selecting so much work also mm -hmm. didn't seem right so um i think we we all kind of settled in on this idea that we would each select our own juror oh, okay. um, and we would do that with the idea that the juror that was selected for our institution would somehow represent something about our institution that was important. So, you know, we decided to go with a gallerist and Pamela Salisbury um, also has a history in academic 
um, gallery setting. So we kind of knew she understands what our mission is. She understands what our goals are in terms of, you know, teaching with students nearby. And, and so she kind of knew who we were. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think similarly with Kathy and Tony looking for, you know, jurors that, that helped them to represent who they were and what their mission at their organization was. We also thought that would do an interesting job of having it be very, three very different points of view. Mm -hmm. Um, so looking at 561 artists and taking three very different shows from that was really interesting. So, Mm Once we figured that out, um, we had to figure out the logistics. And, and that that's where um, I'll let Kathy talk about it. We were, I think, surprised that it worked as well as it did, but we weren't quite sure. What, one of the things that I think really aided us was um, the, the remote working uh, kind of video options that we've all adopted over the mm-hmm. last year made it easy for me, for instance, to select as a juror uh, my counterpart out at the port of Seattle because while he's not local um, you know I felt as though he would choose a great exhibition and due to the magic of zoom we were able to all come together and meet in a way that made it possible to to collaborate and as Judy said I think it went it went pretty smoothly and the the jury you you picked you you just um, he's from the uh, an, another airport in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's my counterpart at the port of Seattle. So he manages the art program at um, Seattle Airport and uh-huh. um, has a long history of airport art management, both at Seattle and Houston. Um, and he's also an artist. Yeah. I've known him for quite a long time. And so I, I know him to be a really good curator and um, um, really interested in public art. And so I thought that the connection would be a nice opportunity for artists here to be seen by someone who m- manages a, a substantial public art collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember reading his I remember reading all the bios, but I remember mm-hmm. reading his and being like, this guy seems super interesting. Mm-hmm. Kind of mm-hmm. had like a seemed like a little like kind of conceptual bent to like maybe what his thought process was or something. And then Albany Center had, um, I'm always going to mess Elisa this up. Elisa Cyclanus Carter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and I know her and I'm like. Her name I, is yeah, a mouthful, it, but we showed her work. So yeah. I, I, I've gotten really great at saying her name. Yeah, and I she know. also, I am going to put in plug. She has a, a wonderful show at Union right now. Oh, cool. So cool. definitely. Um, Definitely yeah, worth she's seeing yeah. her work. But yeah, she, you know, had the real, you know, artist perspective and mm-hmm. um, I think worked really well with Tony and kind of he rep- he represents a membership, you know, mm-hmm. of, of artists of all um, stripes. And so I think um, she, with that in mind, yeah. kind of was able to represent that vision. So so when the, the submissions come in, the, because um, I applied, I don't even remember how it, I don't even remember what I did, but that's my fault. But um, the, all the jurors looked at everything together, and they did. They start pulling from just things they saw. Yeah. They well, they looked at they looked at the pool of sub. All, all the submissions went into one big pool, okay. and so all the jurors were able to look at all the submissions independently, mm-hmm. and makes make selections independently, and we went into that thinking, well, it's possible that they'll all select the same work. And then we're going to be really <laughs> in, in a pickle. Yeah. Um, 
But that didn't happen because they are so different and, and uh, come from different curatorial perspectives. And um, so we just uh, kind of trusted the universe and it worked out just fine. Uh, the jurors selected um, their artists independently from that single pool. And then we met and um, uh, made uh, kind of micro adjustments to that selection based mm -hmm. on some overlap. Um, and so, and it, I think it was a nice, uh, chance for the curators to also meet, mm -hmm. meet one another, you mm -hmm. know, they, they probably would not have had a chance to meet before. And so it was, it was good for them too. So the three of them were meeting and talking together yeah. about, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. I mean, obviously that would happen, but I, you know, again, I just never thought of that. So there was a, there was a lot of interesting, uh, points of connection uh -huh. for, for people. And to be fair, I mean, we, when we invited the jurors, we, I mean, I, I at least with Pamela said, this could be really messy. Like, we don't really know how this uh, is going to work. And we just need to all kind of cross our fingers yeah. and, and um, you know, play nice. And, you know, right. so I think we, we all knew that this, this could be a total disaster, but mm -hmm. we, we somehow avoided that. And um, I think partly because they did have such different points of view. And I think, you know, it was interesting on the, the artists that they did select when there was two or more jurors that selected because there was multiple submissions from that artist. That's where you'll see there are some artists who have two pieces in, a, in different two different spaces. venues. There's oh, one artist who has a piece in every space. So um, so it's interesting. There was some overlap. But then those conversations about who could have what and uh -huh. making a big point for like, oh, I really need this to go with that. Mm -hmm. That was really, it was really fun to see the curatorial kind of aspect of what they were doing um, come into play. And I, and I think also we, we used, you know, a great tool where they could go in, they could rate, they could see what each other were picking ahead of, you know, so that was, it was just, okay. again, technology has really made this a lot simpler in a way to, to collaborate mm -hmm. on these really, you know, big kind of tasks. Um, but it was a ton of work. I mean, they did a ton of work and I yeah. am so grateful for the hours that they put in because to review 561 anythings. Yeah, that's to do that lot. meaningfully. That's and, you know, I know that they were going to websites. They were I mean, they were very, oh, right. very yeah. thoughtful about this, all three of them. And right. so it was a lot of work. And yeah. I think the shows will really um, show that mm -hmm. how much thoughtfulness went in, into the selections. Mm, that is a ton of work. So 500 and something pieces. How many different artists? 561 artists Ooh. submitted. Oh and that God. and some had three. So it was over like probably at least oh, over 12 or 1300 pieces. It was a ton. It, wow. it, was, it was crazy. Yeah. I do want to say that one of the reasons we might have gotten so many submissions is because we really insisted on lowering the fee this year. Oh, we were partly able to do that because Kathy and I have as institutions that would have had other shows scheduled for this time had a little bit of funding to put towards this which apparently the other institutions don't always have and mm -hmm. so we were able to offset some of the other costs of the mm -hmm. exhibition um, so I think if anything hopefully passes on it's that lower application lower, fee yeah. because i do think it is a barrier for people mm -hmm. um for submission so that's just something to throw out there yeah. and sadly we were really looking for a sponsor um we talked to several um potential sponsors to you know help with some of the costs of this and no one stepped up and i was really disappointed with that because mm. again i think that the visual arts community deserves 
to have someone supporting the show. It is a wonderful way to support the regional arts community. So hopefully in future years, you know, a sponsor mm-hmm. might step up and, and help keep that application fee down because I do think that it really allowed a lot more people to mm-hmm. um, access this opportunity than ever before. Yeah, no, that's huge. I, I think I remember now that I'm going back, like, it's like, oh, that's a good price. You know, because sometimes you're like, oh, my God, you know, forget it. It is prohibitive, you know, like, it, you know, then because then you're like, is it really worth it? You know, exactly. Like, what am I going to, you know? um, Ah, that's interesting. So that, yeah, that's a ton of work to look through. Um, Yes, it was. Did you find, uh, you know, kind of sticking with that a little bit? Did I don't know how, how, what, how engaged with you were with the, the overview of the artists who select it. But did you find more, maybe with the lower fee, were there more younger artists? Or I don't know. Did do you notice anything? I, I mean, it's hard to, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it, I didn't really get a sense about the age breakdown, but I, I think that, I think the numbers are significant. And I, for me, I know uh, something that I noticed was that there there's there were a lot of artists that I did not recognize and that I thought might be emerging. Mm-hmm. So maybe instead of age, maybe maybe we call them emerging artists right, who maybe yeah. took a chance yeah. that they might not have otherwise, which mm-hmm. I, I think is really commendable. And it's great. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. I think it, it was a lot of emerging artists and um, we didn't ask for age, so it's hard to know Ew, okay. about age. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do think you, you could just tell from the the bio information that was mm-hmm. was put in that it was a lot um, a lot of um, you know non-established artists and that was great. I mean, we were really yeah, yeah. that was a goal, so That's we were cool. looking for that. Yeah, I think I mean that is a big part of it. I guess you know sometimes it can feel, and I think this about like a lot of the regional shows that happen, they they can sometimes feel repetitive, you know, and. Um, I don't think that's a fault of anyone. It's just the region, you sure, know, and it's yeah. like the people like I, I think uh, the 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 photo regional can definitely feel like that. Um, not so much the more that one does seem to mix it up a bit, but you do get some some regular people, yeah. you know, yeah. involved. So I think that, yeah, that's. Oh, it's exciting. Well, hopefully with with the three different venues too, yeah. people will get. Uh, a, big a much bigger um, kind of portrait of, of what is being made in the region now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's still with, 100 uh, miles from Albany. Yeah, right? it still is 100 range. miles. But I yeah. think with Pamela's inclusion, I mean, her being really located down in Hudson, I think we did get a lot more artists from the Hudson Valley who don't necessarily think of themselves as mm-hmm. this region. Right. Um, but who very much you know, by our definition, 100 miles would fall within that. So, you know, again, I think she and her her kind of reputation helped us to capture a lot of, you know, that community, which is mm-hmm. which is great. We're trying to get that audience up here for sure. Right. Um, any like surprises in how the shows look or do I guess we're kind of wrapping up, but like with the jurors, did like were you like, oh, that's interesting or that that show is going to be like was did you find like there are specific voices like really telling a different story at each venue 
Well, one of the things that really pleased me about um, having Tommy Gregory, who's the juror for the airport, um, select work for, for our venue, was that he uh, he is out in Seattle and he's really not familiar with the mm-hmm. artists around here. And so I think that was kind of an advantage in that uh, yeah. there was a real kind of fresh look at just the work as images. And so I think that... Um, at the work at our venue is is work that um, really came from that kind of fresh perspective of someone who's not from the region. So I, I, I feel good about having him, you know, mm-hmm. guest jury the show. And I, th- I think Pamela, I mean, not to speak for her, but I do think she had a lot more familiarity with the, a lot of the artists who had applied. Um, and I think that she, she took the, the role very seriously as like who in this region deserves to be represented in a regional show and, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and who have, you know, kind of longer standing careers who might not have frequent other shows or, and so I think she kind of really thought about it as like, you know, kind of, in her, you know, mind, you know, who really needed to be seen in, in this mm-hmm. region. And then I think she fit in some other emerging artists with with those other kind yeah. of heavyweights, which uh-huh. is really interesting. But I do think our our show really kind of leans towards um, established artists who've had, you know, um, longer careers, but but sprinkled in with some other um, artists whose work, you know, really kind of thematically Fit, fit fit within that so I think it's a very cohesive show mm-hmm. in in that way but um but she she took that role I think very seriously mm-hmm. hmm. and not to speak for Tony I haven't actually seen Tony's show hung but I do know what, what selections were made and I know from Elisa's um beautiful essay in the catalog that she just was really interested in work that just kind of moved her at this mm-hmm. moment in time and and her I think she leaned towards work that was a little more about kind of the here and now and mm-hmm. um seemed a little more kind of emotionally charged um so I think her mm. her her that show is going to have a total different yeah it'll be exciting feel to so I think yeah. it is really three very different points of view on mm-hmm. on this group of it's submissions three very different galleries yeah. as oh, well. Yes. You know, yeah. like, just physically. I mean, um, I don't think there could be really three different. It's pretty good. Um, so that's super interesting as well. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I, the one thing that always surprises me, or not surprises me, or just always impresses me when I, when I look at a show like that, or just, you know, actually living here now for, I don't know, uh, 16 years or 20 years or something um, is how rich the area is with artists, you know, and part of that is just, you see it, you know, like I walked in here and I just briefly looked in the gallery at the alpaca and it's like, whoa, that looks like real deal. You're you're not like, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's really, Mm -hmm. there's some really talented people that live up here and make art. Yeah. Um, I completely agree. Always beautiful to see. It's yeah. only it's only getting richer and richer mm-hmm. too, which is is mm-hmm. so exciting. Um, I've lived here all my life, and um, just to see what's been happening in the last ten years or so mm-hmm. is just so uplifting. Yeah, both as as an artist and a, as a as a curator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, when I first moved here, gosh, almost ten years ago, maybe nine years ago, um, I remember. I think the Alliance for the Creative Economy, which was 
operating under a different name at the time. Oh, but they yeah. had just come up with that study that said that I think there was more artists in this region per capita than any other county in the nation except for like Sarasota, Florida or some really random place. Um, Sarasota, <laughs> and again, that was like 10 years ago. So okay. I think that now it's yeah, it's got to be even more, um, which is great. And I, and I think that one of the things I do love about the regional exhibition is that you can go and just see what everyone's been up to because it's hard to get to those little shows so i really count on it as a curator to just be like oh Oh, that's new or that you know so that that to me it's a real tool for just like a Mm check-in of the health of the region um and what's going on and who's doing what so and i think this year for sure it, it will be that i mean i don't know if we ever if we ever actually um understood if this was true but i think we have more artists in this this joint show than have ever been in any show before uh, with the 98 so um we we hadn't gone back through all the catalogs but we're pretty sure it's more artists Mm. than any other show so that's that's really exciting we're gonna say it is we're gonna say it we just said it yeah yeah Yeah. i mean that's one of the that's one of the common critiques i've read of or you know when you read the reviews is like well there wasn't many artists Mm -hmm. you know and it's like well that's not, you know, that's just how it fell, you know, it's like, but I think it's cool, it, you know, certainly thinking about what you've done this year and breaking it up and kind of seeming, you know, like kind of honoring it as this established history of the region, having three venues, having a lot of people lowering the fee, you know, it's like, it all seems like it kind of came together in a, in a interesting way at a time when like, Maybe it'd be fun, you know, to get out and mm-hmm. see and yeah. like, you know, go to that one and go. To, I mean, you guys are doing like three different openings on three different nights. And it's all, uh, well, I, you, you know, you said in the beginning, thinking about it as like a festival. It mm-hmm. has that little bit of a vibe mm-hmm. to it, which is cool. Yeah, that's that was our idea. And, you know, again, hats off to Tamis because I think she, without her leadership, I, I'm not sure it would happen this year. And she's, she's you know, she's been involved every step of the way. And she helped us, you know, do a lot of the awards fundraising so that there were still awards. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, I think that um, she's really, she's really one that we all owe a lot of credit to for keeping this going. And um, I think she's put a lot of love in it over the years at the Institute. Mm-hmm. So, and she, you know, she's willing to, she was willing to shake it up. Yeah. So I think that that was great. And so I hope, you know, the, the venues in the future will, We'll look at what we did, and um, not just as a one-off, but maybe to breathe some kind of new energy into a really beloved annual tradition. Yeah. Last question. Was there, it's, I was trying to think about it on the way over, and I should have Googled it. <laughs> was there one last year? Yes. Yeah. I think it was, the, um, was it the Institute? It was the Albany oh, Institute. Okay. Yes, yeah. it was at the Albany Institute. Okay. I remember Michael. Let's be Oh, okay. There we go. Beautiful yeah. CD cases. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. Yeah, it was, like, thinking with COVID. Yeah, it's last hands-on. summer, I think. With COVID, and it, they they did some they did some very interesting things. Uh, they had artists interviews because typically they would have artists do live um, little speaking presentations, um, and instead they taped interviews oh, with artists and had those this. online. Yeah, that was cool. And yeah, so so. Um, I, I think every year there's there's a little something that we can mm-hmm. all learn from one another mm-hmm. and 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 pass on and make it a richer event. I probably didn't get into that one. That's why I don't remember it. Well, thank you. Uh, this has been awesome. And uh, 
I look forward to uh, seeing all three shows. And Justin, where is your piece? Which At the Albany Center Gallery. Oh, great. Great. So I guess I was moved. Oh, I said in summer. Great. Great. <laughs> I'm, I look forward to seeing it. Thank you.